0: What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Hard Knocks Podcast. I'm excited for this episode. I'm going to be building off last week's episode when we're talking about brain plasticity and how to learn better and how to change your mind and what to do to focus and then what to do to make sure that those things that you're trying to learn, you know, stick. Now, I want you guys to use some of these methods that I'm going to be teaching today to then, you know, build off what we talked about last week. Today, specifically, we're be we talking about what time is it best to learn or do certain tasks? What time is it best to learn when it comes to like um, homework or what time is it best to study? What state of mind should you be in when you study? What state of mind should you be in if you're trying to do some creative work? The state of mind kind of differs on what time of day most people are able to access these, but I'm going to be talking about one from my experience and on average, a lot of this information is backed all this information actually is backed up by a lot of studies and human fears. So we're just trying to learn leverage your own human physiology. Again, most of the information is also coming from Andrew Huberman's podcast, who I love what we're listening to. So you guys can definitely reference that. The, human, the, human lab, uh, the Huberman Lab podcast. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I'm a geek for this and I hopefully you guys can pick up on this. I'm going to try to keep it less than 20 minutes. Again, I do this on purpose one to hold your attention, but also to guys, to give you guys information real quick that you guys can use the next day. So last week, again, summarizing, we talked about on how to leverage brain plasticity, how to trigger brain plasticity, and then how to make sure that the things that you're learning stick. Now, again, like I said earlier, we're going to be talking about what time to do what tasks best. All right, so let's dive into it. The early morning, most people are pretty alert at some point in the morning, mid-morning, not at right when you wake up. It depends for me how, what kind of quality sleep I got. But sometimes I will wake up pretty alert, sometimes groggy, but some people, one to two to three hours after waking up, they are probably most alert. So uh, the state of your mind, the state of your you know mental state, whenever you are most alert, caffeinated, off the Adderall or Reddlin, I highly discourage from taking those two. But if you do take those, especially if you're a college student or you're working. So I'm going to talk about the students first, college, high school, whatever. If you have, if it's like an assignment where it's more busy work type, you don't have to solve too much. No creativity is needed. Um, you know, kind of just busy work, studying. Those are the things you want to do when you're most alert. The reason why is because when you're alert, you're actually also easily distracted uh, because it's hard for you to it's your, your sensory inputs are on the, on the high. So this is the time to actually study in a quiet environment or do work in a high environment. If you are super alert because your sensory uh, sent your, your senses, right? You, you can see and hear things that can easily distract you and you're going to be focused on those things so focused that sometimes time will pass by and you haven't you haven't noticed how distracted you actually are. So sometimes being too focused, too alert is not a good idea. But if you do find yourself being in that, try to get yourself into a quiet area, preferably the quieter place in the library or staying in your room if you are too focused. Now, again, this is the perfect time to do linear um, work, work that has steps to follow, work that is pretty... Out, that's already outlined for you, things that you don't have to be creative or think too much in. That's the best time to do it, early morning. Other things to leverage your early morning performance is an early morning workout that is not too stressful. It will increase your focus. Another thing is um, if you wanna get things done early in the morning, um, if you wanna focus better in class, you wanna be alert in class, um, the best thing to do is actually go fasted. So waking up in the morning, maybe having a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, staying uh, faster. I talked about this earlier on a, in my story on my Instagram on how being in a fastest state releases adrenaline or epinephrine, which increases your ability to be heightened in focus and alertness. OK, so being in a fastest state increases adrenaline, which is going to help you stay more focused. Now, you don't want to be too hungry where you're too focused on how hungry you are that you can't pay attention in class or the work that you're doing. Or the work that you're doing at work if you're not a student again this information is for anybody that's functioning in this world and you have to participate and do stuff and go to work um so so that's early morning workouts fastest states and then also if you want to have breakfast a low carb because carbohydrates like i mentioned earlier in my story would um trigger the release of serotonin makes you feel satisfied you know the tired feeling don't want to really do much um, you know, like you know, after Thanksgiving dinners, right, which is usually a high carb meal, just high in everything, honestly, that feeling of just done food or coma, um, that's what carbohydrates release and do. So if you are gonna have breakfast and you wanna stay focused, something to consider I'm not telling you what to do, but something to consider doing is to um reduce your amount of carbs. No keto, we're not talking about a keto diet, we're just talking about reducing the amount of carbs in your meal, or no, none at all to continue a heightened state of focus. All right, what else to do in the morning? That's it. Also, a temperature temperature minimum. So when you are asleep, two hours before you wake up, usually your temperature is at its lowest, which is called the temperature, temperature minimum. After those two hours, your temperature starts to rise, and two hours... After the lowest point that your temperature was, that's when you wake up. So, 68 hours after your temperature minimum. So, for example, if you wake up at 6, your temperature minimum is usually at 4 a.m. So, 68 hours after 4 a.m. is probably your sweet spot as far as when it comes to doing focused work and being heightened and alert. Make sure you get your sleep, though. Okay? So, we're talking about low-carb meal, fastest states, early morning workouts, and then uh, doing your work within 68 hours of your temperature minimum. All right, that's, those are a few things you wanna to do to leverage your ability to be, to, be, to be productive in the morning. Let's talk about the afternoon. So let's say you did what I asked you to do, right? Well, oh, not I asked you to do, what I recommended, which is fast all morning, maybe eat your breakfast, brunch, 11, 12, keep it low carb, to catch your second wind, and if you got more work to do in the afternoon, is to do what's called an NSDR which is called the non-sleep deep rest, which ranges from a quick nap, 10 or 20 minutes. Please don't exceed more than 30 minutes. Meditation or hypnosis. Okay, so you have your little meal, your little brunch, low carb or no carbs at all. Do your little NSDR and then wake up. Usually nine times out of 10, you will feel more awake. This is not the time to drink caffeine or force yourself if you're feeling tired because caffeine passed, two hours uh, past 2 a. M., two p.m., 3 p.m. is going to disturb your sleep. Rule of thumb, drink your caffeine no later than eight hours before your bedtime, eight to nine hours before your bedtime, because caffeine has a half-life. And Though you might not be still strung up from the caffeine, it's still in your blood. It's still in your stream, bloodstream, still in your body flowing, and can, that can definitely disturb your quality of sleep. You might fall asleep but it might be fragmented sleep where you're waking up a bunch of times, or the quality of sleep is just not going to be deep, deep sleep. So that's a rule of thumb, right? Eight to nine hours before you wake up should be the last time you consume caffeine. You know what I mean? Other things to take if it's not caffeine, um, after your little afternoon snap, uh, nap. You know what's crazy? A lot of cultures do do that. A little nap after, my mom used to do that. Take a nap after lunch. I think that's why she used to do it. I don't know. But anyway, it does work. This is to catch your sec- second wind, right? We did some work in the morning. We did some focus bouts in the morning. We took some classes. Now we got some afternoon classes, or it's time to do some homework or whatever it is. But you need to generate some kind of focus. I like to take Ashagwanda. Ashagwanda is a route from India, um, which again won't leave you to be, you know, it won't keep you up at night. It has a lot of properties and benefits, but de- definitely do your research on that. Uh, hypnosis. There's an app that I actually call, use called Revere, which I'll leave a link on it for the, on the show notes. It helps with hypnosis. And there's different modes for it, different templates, different prompts to enhance focus, to help you sleep better, to help you de-stress. Self-hypnosis is a really clutch thing to do. I highly recommend looking into it. But like I said, so to catch your second one in the afternoon, a couple of things you can do, right? take that little nap after your brunch, no more than 20 minutes, 10 to 20, or meditate, or just time to just Chill out, whether it's a little walk, something that will allow your brain to idle, not focus on something. So definitely don't scroll on social media right after lunch. Don't be engaged in some kind of crazy conversations because conversations definitely take up energy. So take some time to yourself, uh, sorry, before you engage in your second bout. Now, the afternoon, my friends, is the best time to do any kind of creative, critical thinking because... You actually don't want to be super duper alert when you're trying to be creative. Definitely, you want to be uh, focused, not too alert, calm, almost tired. That's when creativity really starts to seep in, really starts to come up. Again, some people might get creative in the morning. I'm not saying that this is st- set in stone, but I'm going to summarize this at the end of the podcast on you know, what mind states to be in to do what kind of work. So again, afternoon... Late afternoon is the best time to do your creative work, um, but again, again, this is not set in stone. So, for example, you know, if you want to, you know, I'm trying to think for college students. Again, if it's work that's got to be involve some kind of critical thinking, that the steps aren't outlined, the afternoon is the best time to do it when you're not too strung up. So, summarizing what I said before, right? You got um, the most alert you are, the more alert you are. Sorry whether that's in the morning or the afternoon depending on who you are sometimes it's even late in the, late at night people are built different but the more alert you are you want to do linear work stuff that is that has its process processes steps outlined for you busy work labs stuff that you just got to plug and chug you know what i mean those kinds of things when you're most alert and when you're most alert you want to have yourself put yourself in an environment that doesn't have too many distractions now, when you're not super alert, but you're still focused, that's when you can have an environment that has maybe people talking in the background, listening to music in the background, something like that. That's a great uh, environment and state to access some creativity. You know what I mean? All right. So now we're kind of just, I'm going to summarize, uh, kind of, you know, you know, um, not to summarize, I already did that, but kind of you know, bring this full circle as far as, you know, what to do to kind of enhance some of these methods. Um, So I'm not going to start early morning, whether it's coffee, you know, whether that's good sleep. I say any with any of these methods, none of this is going to work if you don't get good quality sleep. So definitely leverage your sleep. Get the sleep that you need at all times. All right. So rewind this podcast, 12 minutes. I'm in. Um, this is great information that anybody can leverage and use. Listen to the previous podcast on you know how to create, promote brain plasticity to keep going. And then use these methods and ideas on what times to do what type of work. And then next week, I'm going to be talking about motivation and drive. How to maintain motivation and drive in the long haul. So you see where I'm going with this. We're promoting how to change your brain. How to adapt to certain behaviors, thinking methods, or ways of looking at life and doing life. We're looking at how to practice those things and then how to sustain motivation to do what we started two episodes ago over the long over your lifespan. So this is clutch information. I know this stuff sounds so simple, but it really does work. The human physiology and how the body works is very complex, but extremely simple very easily messed up, but can also be easily enhanced, not easily fixed if you fucked up too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But that's, that's, that's where I'm getting at. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, Tune in for next week's podcast. We're going to be talking about motivation. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Um, Share, definitely subscribe to it on whatever platform you're listening to. Hey, have a good day.